Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Losing the Fresno State. IU getting obliterated by Ohio State. Kids, college football is back. It's back. Like it never left. Like it's like it's always been. Oh, holy McHeck. Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um, I don't know if there's anything to say about the IU game. You know, it's just, um, yeah, it just is. It just, it, 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 mm, I I think, I think that's where I leave it. I think that's where I have to leave it. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't I'm going to end up upsetting uh the uh the, the, the fans, the faithful, and, and I don't I don't want that. I do not want that. Um you can at least argue that Purdue uh put up a game. Yes, Tony, it's Fresno State, not Ohio State. Oh, I, I hear you, Boo. I hear you, Pookie. Just just saying just saying what is. Just saying what is. Not not a good. I'm going to say, producer Jonathan. Uh, he he uh, runs the Shooting the Schmidt uh, 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 podcast. Uh, there he he does a sports podcast. You can find that wherever you find your podcast. I'm going to assume that we're going to say, hey, uh, this was uh, this was not a good start to the season for either team. Oh, definitely not. Um, the Indiana thing, though, to be honest, not super surprising. Uh, this Purdue game, though, I, I thought was a little it's, – it's definitely more surprising with them losing to Fresno State, who, despite not being a Power 5 team, is still – like, that's still a pretty good football team. You know, Fresno State probably go 9-3 or 10-2 and two again this year. But still, like, this is a game that Purdue should win. Okay. But this is a game that they did not win. This is, are you more concerned about Purdue's future or I use future. Um oh man, I would say I would say Purdue's just because the expectation for them is higher. Um and I feel like we learned more about Purdue in this game than we learned about IU in their game against Ohio State. And so I've I've got more concerns coming out of this game for Purdue than I do IU just because you bring in this coach Ryan Walters who is been projected as this defensive-minded head coach, and then you give up 39 points and over 350 yards passing. Like, that's an issue. And this was a Purdue team that was supposed to be good defensively this year, and they weren't in game one, and that's that's concerning. 
IU quarterbacks went nine for twenty. Yeah, that's not good either. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. Nine for twenty. And if if I could be uh, so bold, um Maybe uh, one game for Purdue doesn't tell us the story. If Duke is going to beat Clemson twenty-eight to seven in in certainly the biggest upset victory of their entire football program, I don't think that means that Clemson is all of a sudden a poorly coached team. It means LSU lost. Oh, oh, those Brian Kelly haters are just overjoyed. I uh, these things do indeed happen. There has to be some solace, except I don't think there is. I think you're absolutely right. I think people look at at, at this coach and what they brought in, and now there's going to be a question of, did we just bring in the right guy at Purdue? Uh, IU, needs, uh, I, I, IU needs somebody who can put that team on their shoulders, and I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is. I don't either. I, they're just There's just a lack of talent there. The recruiting has to be better in the offseason. We are going to dig into more of this on Tony Katz today uh, at noon with JMV. I, I texted a, a diehard IU fan. I said, that is not fun. And their response was, could have been worse. So now you know where the maybe where the IU fan is on all this. Could have been worse. You're right. You are right. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. According to Trader Joe's, they do not teach the staff to flirt with customers. It's been a rumor that uh, over there at Trader Joe's, they'll uh, they'll look in your cart and be like, wow, that's a that's a that's a nice collection of grapes you got there. What oh man, look at that's that's one tasty flatbread. That they'll do that. That they'll they that's that that's what they do, and then people go, Oh you and then people come back. I have no idea if it works. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. All I know is it's a rumor. It's a story that's been going on. And the CEO is like, we do not, we do not train our staff to flirt with the staff, uh, to flirt with the customers. We don't do it. That said, I think it's a brilliant idea. It is a brilliant Brilliant idea, and it 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 should happen. Right now, we are training uh, Matt Bear uh, to flirt um, with uh, uh, cake uh, companies to send us more cake. I've been doing that for six years now. Right, and soon he'll be good at it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a lost start, you know. Yeah, he's not there yet. He's not uh, there. Yet. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's the story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. Um, you understand. I understand. We all understand that Bidenomics does not work. 
and that your economic situation is worse now than it was when Biden took office. Democrats have been left extremely flat-footed by this, and there's been an unlimited number of stories about Biden can't sell a better economy to America. He can't he can't sell it. Doesn't matter how hard the party tries, they can't get people to buy in. Now you can tie this to a story from Brian Riedel over at the Manhattan Institute. The story goes, uh, as he posts something from the Washington Post, that um, shows that the budget deficit is set to double to $2 trillion this year. Now, don't get me wrong. In COVID, we had $3.1 trillion and $2.8 trillion of deficit. People say, well, that's COVID spending. We're out of COVID now. Correct. We're going to have a $2 trillion deficit. This is the same president who tells us how he lowers the deficit. The deficit never was lowered by Biden policies. It was lowered by putting an end to the spending of COVID policies. He was lying. The Democratic Party was lying. And the Indiana Democratic Party is happy to lie to you. The Indiana Democratic Party hates you, Hoosiers. Hates you. Oh, I will get into that. But the Democratic Party as a whole is trying to think up new ways to deal with the fact that the country is not responding because the economy is not good. This was, um, I think it was Fox Business. Maybe it was Fox News. Charles Payne is the host. This is a Democratic strategist by the name of Laura Fink who's trying to put the new spin on the Bidenomics conversation. I think one of the challenges is that Republicans have put nothing on offer except tax cuts for the wealthy as their solution to all of the challenges that we are discussing and all of the frustrations that Americans are feeling right now. And so what what one person may see as a rejection of Bidenomics, actually, when you look at the alternative and you see absolutely nothing coming out of that debate. That's a take. Oh, sure, you think Bidenomics is the problem, but Republicans don't offer anything. Republicans offer the conversation of energy independence. Some people call it energy dominance. Some people call it energy security. We discuss drilling. It got discussed in the debate. So to argue that it's not discussed in terms of other ways to look at these things, that's simply untrue. But what a statement it is that, well, at least Biden has a plan. What do Republicans have? Now, I could argue that the problem is is that Democrats spend and Republicans spend slower. Republicans have to stop spending. None of this is sustainable. This is all smoke and mirrors nonsense. This is hurting us. We're living it every day. And this level of spending is, of course, going to do nothing to keep inflation at bay. It's only exacerbating it. And to keep it at bay, you need Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve continuing to raise interest rates. This housing market is nuts. Not just in the state of Indiana, nationwide, this stuff is crazy. But if you were to ask Team Biden, they'll tell you that Bidenomics is just great, just terrific, just a dream, and everybody's doing well from it. That's not true. Mike Pence on Fox News on Sunday. I know you've got another guest coming on, and the Biden administration's trying to make a case 
that Bidenomics is working, uh, but but nobody's buying Bidenomics. You know, I was in Iowa this week and I told people, you know, inflation's at a 40-year high, mortgage rates are at a 22-year high, two out of three Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, Bidenomics has been a failure for American families, and I really believe the time has come for us to offer a vision for renewing this economy, tackling inflation, but it doesn't mean we have to give up with our role of leader of the free world. As I said back in that debate, uh, I, I, anybody that says that we can't be the leader of the free world uh, and get this economy moving and secure our border and, and deal with all the issues the American people are dealing with, Anybody that thinks we can't do both those things got a pretty small view of the greatest nation on but earth. What? Has to throw in his normal lines. I am surprised that we're not hearing more candidates engage this Bidenomics conversation. That we're not hearing more about the economy. It's very, very peculiar to me. There seems to be a, a, a real lack of focus. In, in, in the thing that is going to move the most amount of Americans. It's just, it's, 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 it's lost on me. And it goes to the idea that we're running this race on the Republican side unfocused on the issues for Americans this race is being run on the issue of Trump supporter or not, and that is not how to run this race. The subject matter has to be what is it that people are dealing with at their kitchen table. That is always it. The subject matter has to be why is it that the press does X and not Y, and look how it's affecting you. Everything's about whether or not DeSantis met up with Joe Biden in Florida when when he was when Biden was looking at hurricane damage. How many kids are dead in Maui and why don't we know? And why won't the media tell that story? How many children are dead in Maui? The worst wildfire in American history? How many children are dead in Maui? In Lahaina. These are the things. These are the subjects. These are connection points. I, I, am, I am stunned that we don't have more of them. Because the economy failing connects more with the American people than people saying, wow, this economy is great. The only people who believe that are named Hunter Biden. Because, yeah. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. He's still making money. Vasectomies are on the rise. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 It's a true story. It's a weird headline, though. Came from the Daily Mail. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. 
Record number of American men are getting vasectomies as abortion access erodes. Huh. That is a fascinating bit of data. And you say to me, what is so fascinating about this? Well, I will tell you. I was told that people don't have abortions as a way of uh, birth control. They have abortions because it's a very serious, serious matter. That it wasn't about birth control. It was about a myriad of other things. That doesn't seem to be the case according to this. They've now eclipsed uh, the the previous record previous record set in 2018 according to uh researchers at the University of Chicago. They looked at insurance claims uh from 57 million people. The amount of procedures carried out carried out annually between 2014 and 2021 rose by 26%. Um there is a a correlating story here regarding the amount of people who don't have children, who don't get married, who don't have sex, who don't get into relationships. Societies can't thrive that way. The danger that is um, built in 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 these things uh, that that it tells us. Uh, And one of the things that it tells us is when you teach that masculinity is toxic, you will destroy the possibility for relationships for men and for women. Then there is the ever popular subject, and it's one that's growing. And and it's about uh, the... The lack of masculinity in, in, in men and the feminization of men in society. There's a real, there's, there's a, my Facebook feed, to the extent that I'm on Facebook, I do watch videos on Facebook to kind of see what it is people are talking about and try and stay connected. Uh, it's like watching reels on, on, uh, on Instagram. Same, same difference, of course. And there have been, a series of these articles or, or these videos. And I can't tell whether these are serious conversations that are happening out there or, 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 or not. So I'd love it if somebody could direct me, put me in a direction of somebody who's having these conversations. A lot of these conversations lately focus on black men. Here's the argument. If you have a generation or multiple generations of black young men who grew up without a father. And this is happening in videos from black men and women. They get raised by their mother or their grandmother or their aunt or, or, or sisters, a very large influence by women in their lives and a very small influence by men in their lives. Therefore, they don't know how to be men. Whoa, that's heavy. Now, the fact that I'm seeing this from black men and women about black men, I wonder if we extrapolate that out in the same way I do many things. We're not talking about black and white here. We're talking about things that have happened culturally that I would argue have happened via liberalism, 
not color. Because I think that is the way it plays out. I find very few things to be about color and and many more things to be about liberal doctrine and how it has affected lives. It's it's fascinating piece and something I do want to dig into. And some people are going to say, you're not allowed to talk about that. <clears throat> of course I can't. Stop me. What do you want me to say? These are the subjects. We have a real problem with manhood in America because it's under constant attack and constant ridicule. And we're seeing the effects everywhere. And it's not winning us anything. It, we're going to lose greatly. So we have to turn it around. And we have to start by explaining to the feminists and the people who uh, push this idea that somehow manhood is bad, uh, that not only are they wrong, uh, why don't you just sit down and be quiet and let the men folk do their job? Now, that's pretty offensive to some people. I'm cool with it. We have men. We just need to let them do their job. Because what we have done to men isn't working. As for the vasectomies, uh, I mean, count me out. But um, that's that's a story of using abortion as birth control. I don't know how the abortion activists over there at the ACLU and others uh, plan to deal with that. But that that also may not be my problem. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So I don't know what happened over the weekend. I, I had one friend say, hey, I tried to buy tickets for a night with WIBC and I it, it, nothing went through. I Don't ask me. All I know is somehow, I don't know, did they, did they put new tickets out? I think that's what happened. Like you, you can still get like a handful of tickets. I think that's all there is. For a night with WIBC presented by Relay Indiana. Go to WIBC.com and click on a night with WIBC. Me, I'm Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Uh, good morning. The picture of me on a night with WIBC is six years old and should be changed. And I'm saying this to anybody who works in the digital department of WIBC. I'll come in for the photo shoot. But holy hell, I don't even have that jacket anymore. I certainly don't have that beard. I don't have like 40 of those pounds. What are we doing? Holy heck. It's going to be a good night. It is, uh, what is it, Wednesday, October October 4th. Wednesday, October 4th. They're at the Indiana Historical Society. Presented by Relay Indiana. Premier Arms, a sponsor for my uh, segment. I guarantee a good show. Although I'm changing it up a little bit now. Yeah, I'm still not perfect on it yet, but I'm working it. I'm working it. Uh, so if, if you haven't gotten your ticket, my God, you better go now because there's no there's no way there's a ticket uh, that they're going to have, even if they put extra tickets on. Uh, there, There's no way because I have people asking me if I have extra tickets. And I'm like, uh, maybe. Maybe I do. You never know. Uh, so it's there, WIBC.com, a night with WIBC. 
be sure uh, if you haven't gotten your ticket, there's like, I don't know, there's a handful left. Get it done, if you will. Then there is um, the Wall Street Journal with a uh, poll. 1,500 registered voters, different than likely voters. Margin of error of 2.5%. I will let the very angry uh, Mika Brzezinski explain to you what's what. In a dead heat, in a 2024 general election matchup, in the survey, 46% say they would vote for Biden, while 46% say they would vote for Trump. 8% say they are undecided. So in this conversation, mixing this in really shows you where the country's at, Joe. And it's... Gene, I mean, just look, look, well, just look at the numbers, Gene. You've got you've got 46 percent of Americans supporting a guy who's been indicted four times, indicted for stealing nuclear secrets and indicted for stealing war plans, called a rapist by a, a New York judge saying that what he did was 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 akin to rape. Uh, you, you've, you've got a guy that's that's being charged uh, for his uh, illegal payoffs to porn stars. I mean, we could go down the list. Yeah, America knows all the things that are alleged here, Joe. Your problem is is that they're not angry about it the way they properly should be. This is what you're saying. Why aren't you more outraged? And the answer is because eggs cost too much, and Trump can lower the price of eggs. And uh, a bunch of those people also think that Trump is getting railroaded by low lice like you. You're not having an honest conversation. Payoffs to porn stars is not a felony. It's not. And you should be at the forefront of saying it's not a felony. I don't like it. I think it's obscene, but it's not a felony. And if you were any kind of man whatsoever, you'd be honest about the thing. But being honest about the thing isn't what you do, Joe. You gave up the ghost on that, Joe Scarborough. Rather, you want to be incredulous with your audience for thinking that Trump and Biden can be at an equal footing. I say to you, more people would vote for Trump uh, than, than Biden, understood, and more people would vote for DeSantis, and more people would vote for Haley, and more people would vote for Scott. This has been my argument. The argument is that the vast majority of people on that debate stage for the Republicans could beat Joe Biden head to head because things are not good. But what the polling doesn't show me, even though I I heard what I just said, there are days where you can catch me and look at this stuff and be like, okay, Trump can beat Biden. And then there are days where I'm like, wait a second. Are we going to really pretend that the indictments don't do anything? Is this really about Trump? Or is this really about how bad Biden is? And I stop myself. I take a step back and I look at this and I say, this is about how bad Biden is. I'm in that camp. That this isn't so much about how much people like Trump. It's about how bad Biden is. That people segment the things they well, Trump does better on this, Trump does better on that, Trump does better on the other. I'm not even thinking about the indictments. Like they're separate worlds. It's fascinating. This isn't about Trump. This is about how bad Biden is. And the incredulousness from Joe Scarborough is that you're noticing how bad Biden is. How dare you? Which, after thinking about it, proves my point. 